Hey freaks, Tim back here to introduce a best of show. Now, just like in previous weeks, later today, a brand new episode of DV will be posted. But just for Sideshow Freaks. Oh, if you are not yet a member, you gotta sign up because you're gonna miss a good one today. Otherwise, how good? Artificial intelligence mead good. That's right. In collaboration with Miss Maytech International, Mead Skelton is in the process of being synthetically cloned. Hey everybody, how's it going? It's Mead Skelton back with another vlog chat for you. Hey AI Mead, how you doing buddy? A funny thing happened today, my anus it ruptured. Oh no, how the hell did that happen? Earlier on in the day, I gave myself several sweet tea enemas. I, I don't know if the tea was expired or what, but uh, all of a sudden my rectum just fell out. <laughs> it's like the voice isn't quite there but it's still recognizable kind of as Mead. Certainly the content of what Mead is saying sounds like him though, right? Sweet tea, enema, that's Mead. It all checks out. So I'm standing there in my um, kitchen with my, uh, my rec, my colon hanging out of my behind in an icky, yucky, gucky looking pile. It was like some type of gross looking ethnic foods. Mead bringing it back to some racist shit. I think we're closer than we think to having our own mead skelted up in the cloud. You know how Latinas, they eat the um, pig and cow intestines? Looked kind of like that. Hey, hey, hey. The room stank of shit. So I sprayed Lysol all over the room. All right, all right. That's, that's enough. If you want to hear more AI mead skeleton, we'll have them on the Sideshow exclusive Thursday episode being posted a little bit later today. Right now, though, here's a best of show. And this is a good one. It's from about uh, 10 years ago, and what's notable about this episode is it's the first time I unveiled my massive plan to cure climate change. That's right, Timmy Boo Henson single-handedly healed the Earth with my plan to just paint everything white. Roads, grass, roofs, all that shit. Just paint it white. Sit back, enjoy this very important podcast. Don't forget to sign up for the Sideshow. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday for another brand new episode. Until then, bye, everybody. She's not. I don't care. I'm the goddess of life. I don't care. I'm dying. <laughs> they, they, they couldn't have made it look better if they were in a movie. Like, all four of them came at the same time. Hey, dude, this is reality. It's not a movie. Get your head out of your ass. Okay. Is that a back door I can leave by? No, the, it's in a locked, gated area. What do you think's going on? I told you electricity was down just last morning, and it was a terrorist that hit the city. Hmm. It was down from 545 <laughs> All the phone lines, landlines, were gone from Salem to Roseburg. Wow. <laughs> do you need some more water? Probably. I'll probably die here if I have to stay here much longer. Yeah, can I have a little bit more water? Sure. I'd be happy to get you more water. That's what anarchists do. They steal things. Anarchists? Yeah. Oh. And we have the capital here. They're my army. I'm the goddess of life. Okay. I'll tell you something about terrorists. We don't have a long, happy, prosperous lifestyle, so we like to steal things, and, and we're not happy because our needs aren't getting met, so we bomb things. 
We don't live long, but we don't care. You'll never find What's a well-fed, happy, long-life terrorist that don't exist. Hey, the cops said we can go. Oh, cool. <laughs> Beautiful goddamn fucking cop. Yes, everybody, Timothy James Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with a Friday podcast. You came on a good night. I am going to solve all of the world's problems today, starting with global warming. That's right. I'm going to I'm going to solve the problem of global warming, and we're two minutes into the show. Can you imagine what else I have in store for you today? Now, the scientific community and I have had a rocky relationship. One might say tumultuous. Discovery after discovery of mine have gone virtually unnoticed and occasionally mocked by my peers. Good example would be Levenge. I discovered a whole number between two and three. And let me just say something about Levenge. People are u- starting to use Levenge. Those guys over there at the, uh, the I don't know how to pronounce this, the Yog Podcast or Yogs, I don't know what the fuck the name of this stupid podcast is, but I know they're way more popular than Distorted View, yet they listen to me and they do not help promote the show on their dopey program. Like, I'm looking at their Twitter feed, 360,000 followers, all right? They use Levenge on their program and Elevendy, by the way. They, they've used both of those terms that I've coined. Why, did, why didn't I get the trademark on those? Um, but they refused to uh, give Timmy Boo a little plug. Send some of their millions of listeners my way. This is what happens. Uh, people start listening to my podcast. Then uh, they think that they can do a better job than me. And they do. <laughs> and then they forget about me. Then I'll turn around and, uh, you know, and, and help a brother out. <laughs> I'm your mentor, for Christ's sakes. I've made all of this possible. And the least you could do is send every one of your listeners to subscribe to my podcast. But whatever. All right, so the Yogs cast, I believe, is how you pronounce it. I think it's about video games or Minecraft or something. I don't know. I refuse to watch their videos or listen to their podcast until they give me the respect that I demand and deserve. But mostly just demand. My point is that uh, Levenge, the idea of Levenge is catching on. The general population is getting behind Levenge and is going to drag the scientific community along with it. I, you know, in a few short years, I uh, predict Levenge will be taught in our public school system, at least here in the United States. I don't know what that says about our education community. But uh, again, this just shows that I'm a real visionary. I'm a real smart person. Or whatever those people are called, geniuses, masterminds. I don't want to put words into your mouth. Feel free to come up with something. I'm humble that way. But fucking numbers are chicken shit compared to what I have for you today. Now listen, we've got a real problem. Despite what one or two crackpot scientists believe, the majority of people who are not complete imbeciles uh, know that global warming is real. Our Earth is heating up at an alarming rate. The ice caps are melting. Ocean levels are rising. It's a real problem for every single person, not only in the United States, but the world. So whether you're in the UK or Australia or Narnia, wherever, 
this shit affects you. Now, I learned something that global warming is um, uh, accelerating <laughs> at a higher rate than normal because of the whole ice cap situation. The ice caps uh, are, have melted, right? And the sun, those heat rays... <laughs> Uh, typically bounce off the, the polar ice caps because it's white. You know what I mean? And, and white is a, is reflective, right? So in, instead of absorbing all of the heat, the, uh, the polar ice caps, the white, right? All that snow and shit uh, takes that light and it bounces back up out of the atmosphere into, the, into space or whatever, keeping our world cool, right? Since there is less uh, of an ice cap, that means more of the, the, the heat rays, the light rays, the sun juice, it's being absorbed and uh, heating up our planet. Well, that's a real problem. So as I was walking my dogs today in the snow, I thought, well, why don't we... And by the way, I want total credit. I don't. If you're a scientist listening to this and you run with this idea, you give me credit. This is the distorted view plan for human survival. And heat reduction, Bill. I haven't really thought of a good name yet. All right, but listen. So why don't we just start covering every fucking surface in, you know, in white? Why don't we spray paint our yards white? We could just start with grass. You know what I mean? We don't have to, like, paint all of our houses and uh, roads and everything. Let's just start with grass. There's tons of grass. Whenever I'm driving, that's all I see is fucking grass and fields and shit. And the sun sees those fields and is like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to fry you motherfuckers, right? And the sun's rays or heat juice heats up the fields and heats up the earth and then we're all going to die because of it. But if we spray paint these fields white, we will outsmart the sun. Those rays will bounce off back into the into space and it'll hit fucking Jupiter or something. Let those... Jup- Jupiterians deal with the problem if there are such a thing as Jupiterians. So, you know, in summary, fuck you, ice caps. We don't need your goddamn snow. Take yourself and those fruity fucking penguins and kiss our soon to be cool asses. Now, any of you smarty pants listeners out there, Haley's Comet, I'm uh, looking, looking at you, uh, who feel that my idea is dumb. Or there may be flaws in it. Feel free to call in and explain yourself. But I feel I've got a uh, rock-solid solution. Furthermore, if you have money to invest, I would highly suggest putting all of your cash into Sherwin-Williams or other paint suppliers. I'm not sure of what the environmental impact (laughs) of, you know, millions of people buying multiple cans of white spray paint and releasing all that into the air, but, um, you know, let's do one problem at a time. Maybe in the future, one of the one of those large corporations like Dow or Monsanto or something can come up with a way to genetically modify our grass and uh, turn it white, but it'll probably be years before, you know, that type of solution is available, so until then, let's just paint paint the grass white there you go that's my solution for global warming uh listen i've got some uh, audio to share with you today almost as recalculous as my idea for painting grass here is a guy who is very obviously gay he's got a very homosexual like sweater on 
He's got some precious moments porcelain figurines, and he's got a bunch of T-shirts that are all on hangers and stuff in the shop. Like, everything just screams gay. He assures us, though, that he is no longer a homosexual. Why is it that every uh, ex-gay wants to talk about it? Doesn't that seem a little fishy? Like, if I was gay and then became straight, or tried to convince myself that I was straight, the last thing that I'd want to do would be to, to bring up the gay thing again. Because I want people to think I'm straight. So I'd do extra manly things. I would never mention gay unless it was like, you know, if I saw two dudes kissing on TV or something, I'd be like, oh, God, that's gross. Not these guys, though. They love to be in front of the camera talking about gay sex. (laughs) You know what I mean? Specifically the evils of gay sex. That seems to be their favorite topic. That's what, because that's what normal straight guys love to talk about. Gay sex. Alright, so uh, this guy is doing just that. Although, he kind of takes it to an extreme. Take a listen. This, um... This is going to be about an odd topic. It's, it's like, uncomfortable for me to talk about. Sports. Um, which sounds strange, um, coming from a former gay porn star. But I want to talk about Not this. only is he an ex-gay... But he pretty much took cocks in his mouth and ass for a living. That, that, this, was his, this was his bread and butter. Coming from a former gay porn star. How dare you bite the hand that fucks you? But I want to talk about the devil and why he loves anal sex. Right. Um, anal sex uh, would release into the world these rare demonic entities and that even wait every time you get every time you get fucked into it (laughs) every time you get fucked in the ass evil is released it's kind of like every time a bell rings an angel gets its wings this is the first time i've heard that in the body could be conceived as some um devil that would be given birth to anally, not physically. This is more of a spiritual body. They're butt babies. The devil is a butt baby. From my own personal experience of um, getting involved with the gay lifestyle, which, of course, anal sex is is a big part. Yeah. Um, And then gay porn, there is a definite um, dark shadow that comes over you when you're involved with this stuff um that's just the poppers talking i did um bdsm bondage um i did a lot of that type of porn um but we need to find his movies i do remember that the ladies back then i mean a lot of them would not do certain things they wouldn't do anal i i think jenna jameson never i could be wrong here Uh, i I think she never did anal on screen. Um, <clears throat> now, um, uh, you know, I haven't watched the porn, but I, I, I've researched into what's popular. And of course, you haven't watched that porn. It stars a girl. Ew, gross. Jenna Jameson. What's going on? It's it's everywhere. It's epidemic. Um, yeah. The anus. Mark is- my words. 2013, the year of anal. It's the new black. All right. Um, the anus is, was never designed, even if you don't believe in a god, uh, was never designed um, by nature to um, accommodate the penis. Um, just wasn't meant to be. Um, 
when you do get involved with that activity... I say the same thing about blacks and whites dating. It it causes a lot of uh, physical damage. I I can testify to that firsthand because when I got out of porn... Um, I Your started. butthole was wrecked, right? All right, what? It, like, I can't wait to hear this. Um, I started having trouble right away. But two years later, about two years after, I had to have some surgeries that were horrible. I had to have my uh, sphincters almost um, removed. Stitched shut. It was. It was horrible. Oh, that's, that's called anal rejuvenation. All the girls are getting it for their husbands. It's an anniversary gift. All right, well, you, know, you got to take this with a grain of salt. This guy was in gay porn, and he was doing, like, S&M porn. You know what I mean? Like, those guys aren't gentle on the butt. So if you're taking cock after cock, day after day, yeah, there's probably going to be some repercussions. But, you know, for the average homosexual, I, I think their butthole's going to be fine. It's pretty elastic. There's a lot of elasticity there. Unless you're my aunt. My aunt says her asshole's pretty loosey-goosey at this point. The shit just falls out, but she's got some other issues. I don't think she's been taking it up the pooper. And then just the spiritual and mental aspect of uh, what anal sex can, how it can damage you. I do believe that it um, creates a doorway. (laughs) A portal, Um, if you will. Literally. Into the hell, please say hell. Demonic into the um, supernatural. This is like Ghostbusters. Your asshole is the containment unit, right? And then when a cock enters it, it there's like a breach or something. Anal's becoming like the first kiss. It's it's crazy. It, it's hard to believe that anal is not becoming the first kiss. You don't end your first date with a tongue in someone's asshole. There were anti unless it's a really good date. Buy me lobster or something. Then maybe I'll slip a tongue in. This country, not that long ago. <laughs> and and I, anal, is, anal is the first kiss. You know, I encourage people to research on the internet. You can research some of these things that I've talked about. I bet this guy does a lot of research on gay sex on the internet. You know what I mean? Just so you know, I'm not full of it. Um, but stay away. I God, God, please stay away from, from porn. Um, because it's going to ruin your mind, um, and it's going to turn you into it's destroyed. This, all of my listeners, this deviant, where every form of deviance becomes acceptable. Thank you for listening, and, and God bless you all. I, I love you, and always remember Jesus. I really believe that these ex-gays or recovering gays or whatever they call themselves uh, talk about gay sex so much and the gay lifestyle, just so they can sort of have that connection still, because obviously they're still big fat homosexuals oh deep down they just want a big ginormous black cock in their ass or mouth or whatever but they can't for whatever reason and uh so this is a a way to sort of still be around and consumed with uh the gay so there you go finally before we get into the news today speaking of anal sex i've got a clip here of an anime Yes, a Japanese cartoon where a girl's getting nailed in the butthole when, oh, she produces a little surprise. <laughs> there she goes, getting it in the ass. I love that these, uh, she, she can't hold it. You know, all these uh, cartoons, these, you know, anime cartoons are originally, you know, spoken in, in Japanese. 
And so when they bring these cartoons over to the U.S., they've got to have, you know, American actor voice actors dub this shit. Could you imagine the poor woman who got this job? All right. In this scene, you're getting fucked in the ass and you're going to shit all over his dick. You know, I don't care if you're married. You still don't want to shit on someone's dick. If you could at all help it. Oh, there it comes. <laughs> it's like it's spraying out of her ass in like seven different jet streams of liquid all over the place. Now the turds have finally, you know, so she was spraying the shit out of her ass, and now finally you hear the turds hitting the water. <laughs> like, the, like the shit was all like, was shooting up into the air, and now they've just, they've fallen finally in the water. She's getting fucked in a pond, by the way. There they go. Dropping like little meteors. Do you feel better now? You should have listened to me in the first place. This experiment was a complete success. Experiment? A success? Yes, of course. There was a slight scatological side effect, but your horniness was your pheromones gone wild. It was far more effective than I had anticipated. All right, so she's married to some sort of mad sex scientist or something. There you go. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up, fucked up news right now. It's a new year. Why not treat yourself to the Distorted View Sideshow? Years and years worth of bonus content are available to you, not to mention every single episode of the podcast. Yes, well over 2,000 shows, plus every week we do extended programs, exclusive shows, videos. It is DV's member site. And this is how I make my living. It's very inexpensive. Six ninety nine uh, for a monthly membership. Sixty six ninety nine a year for a yearly. I've been working on the website, some uh, enhancements and stuff. So if you remember, log in. One of the things that I've done, and uh, hopefully all of the videos will be like this soon. If you click on the link to DV Shitty Night at the Movies number two, our Christmas film. You'll see the post, but you can also watch the video right from the website without having to download the entire, whatever, like 500 megs. And it works with your iPhone or iPad uh, or other, you know, Android device or whatever. So you can watch all that shit now um, right from the actual website if you don't want to download stuff on the feed. Just another fantastic enhancement I'm uh, providing to you. Go there right now. Sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. All right, three quick stories now, then we'll get the hell out of here. A caretaker lived in a cupboard in the primary school where he worked. Why, you ask? Because he was a kitty fucker. He just wanted to be close to the children. Gavin Clark, 41, had secretly set up home in the school cupboard 
for several weeks last spring after he divorced and quietly carried on with his job. A court heard... I wonder what the divorce was all about. Uh, A court heard that it was only when he signed off sick and asked to collect personal items that his deception came to light. He had a whole photo studio in the cupboard. I'm guessing that's what he did, right? So he would stay in the cupboard, right? And then he would open the cupboard door just a little bit, stick his camera out, and snap pictures of children. This guy was kind of dumb because, really, what what are you going to get a shot of? A kid sitting down at his desk learning to spell. What this guy should have done was set up camp in a locker over there you know, in the gymnasium locker room. That's where the money shots are. Gee, why do I have to teach these pedophiles everything? They're so dumb. I should really teach a course or something. Shocked head Steve Portis. Oh, he's I guess he's the head of the school. <laughs> he was receiving shocked head. All right. Shocked head Steve Portis discovered he made the storage area a hideaway at the 360-pupil Eaton Primary School. Clark's computer... <laughs> I can only imagine what they found on that thing, which police found later contained 1,700 indecent images of children. Some were duplicated on the laptop. That's good to have redundancy. Memory stick and SD card, uh, not to mention iCloud, making a total of 3,931 images. Norwich Crown Court heard 491 images were in the two most serious categories and showed children under the age of 13. However, there's no evidence to suggest that the offenses involve any children at the school. Oh, okay. Clark, then why the fuck is he staying in a cupboard? I don't understand. Clark, who has been jailed for a year, told police he found the pictures on a discarded memory card Mm -hmm. away from the school premises. Uh, He had them transferred by mistake on his laptop, you see. Judge Mark uh, Lou Kraft said the number of images in the most extreme categories was an aggravating factor. He added, the reason for your behavior are very difficult to discern. Yeah, you're acting a little crazy. You made a cupboard into an apartment, and those are not very spacious. There's really not even enough room for a bed, but who the fuck needs sleep anyway with those 3,000 kitty porn pictures to go through? Those will keep you up uh, in more ways than one. Second story we have for you today, this is a short one from Nova Scotia. A Nova Scotia man who pricked (laughs) pricked, pricked holes in his girlfriend's condoms to get her pregnant will have to serve 18 months in jail. That's illegal? You're not supposed to do that? During his trial, the court heard that Craig Jarrett Hutchinson had been dating the complainant for about nine months in 2006 when their relationship became rocky. Instead of just dumping the bitch and finding another hole for his, you know, cock, he decided to trap her, right? Isn't this what, what women typically do? You know, they get off their birth control, but they don't tell the guy, and then they get pregnant, and then the guys are trapped. Guess you can't hang out with your buddies anymore. You've got to provide. You've got a child now. Oh, God. I can only imagine how awful that scenario is. Oh, you parents out there, I feel so bad for you. All right. Uh, Yes, he thought having a child together would be the best way to save their relationship. Uh, November 5th, I'm sorry, a November 5th, 2006 text message cited in court documents read in part, I wanted a baby with you so bad I sabotaged the condoms. The woman, identified only as NC, did get pregnant and had an abortion. Ha ha! 
<laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Who got the last laugh now? Definitely not the baby. All right. Uh, yes, the woman got pregnant, had an abortion, after which she suffered, quote, painful complications. Yeah, she was shitting out little, you know, mushy baby bits out of her pussy for at least two weeks. Hutchinson, that's a that's a graphic picture, wasn't it? Uh, mental image. Hutchinson was convicted of sexual assault in December 2011 and given 18 months behind bars, which he appealed. But in a four-to-one decision released on Thursday, the Nova Scotia Court of Appeals ruled both the conviction and the sentence were fit and would stand. So there you go. And finally today, freaks, we just happen to have a story from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Yes, a boot-clad woman who caused a scene in the middle of a busy road in Hollandale Beach was arrested after tossing a traffic cone at a random motorist and then spitting in his face. But her defense is that it was all in the name of art. This was just a performance piece. It's kind of like that uh, Yoko Ono. You know, when she went to that museum, walked up to a, a podium with a microphone... And didn't say anything, but just kind of went. And then walked off stage. You know what I mean? It's it's thinky. You got to use your you got to use your mind. All right. Uh, yes. Broward Judge John J. Hurley wasn't impressed by Arlene Mena's st- uh, site specific art performance and ordered a one thousand dollar bond on charges of battery and criminal mischief stemming from the bizarre incident. According to police and witnesses, the woman, age twenty five, was first spotted standing and yelling in the middle of the road outside of her condo building. High on bath salts, no doubt. But again, that was part of the performance. Uh, Noel Von Kaufman, 40, that was his real name, uh, said he was walking along the street when he noticed the woman trying to direct traffic while wearing a tank top, cutoff jean shorts, and tall boots. Good luck. She looked like a very drunk person, Von Kaufman said. At some point, Mena picked up a traffic cone and threw it at a car. The cone broke the car's side mirror, causing about $300 in damages. When the dude got out of his car, Dieter, his name is Dieter Heinrich, 49, uh, men apparently spat in his face. Von Kaufman said he jumped in to help Heinrich, who had children in the backseat of his car. The woman scratched Von Kaufman's wrist as the two men tried to restrain her and move her away from the busy roadway. After pinning her to the ground, Von Kaufman said the woman first tried to say the incident was part of a television show. It's like a hidden camera prank show or something. Where is Ashton at? No, you did not just get punked. You got menad. All right. Uh, yeah, she said it was a television show and that everything was being caught on camera. Then she claimed she was a federal agent. Uh, then she said she was friends with Hollandale Beach Mayor Joy Cooper and everyone involved would be in trouble. So she's she has three different stories in the span of like two minutes. Not very believable. She was saying everything and doing everything to get us to let go of her. During a brief Bond court appearance on Thursday, an animated Mena told Hurley she just started working a few weeks ago as a stripper, but that on Wednesday she was doing another type of art. (laughs) Because stripping is an art form. With all due respect, I was just trying to do some artwork, and the guy misunderstood. You threw a traffic cone! You damaged this poor son of a bitch's car, and then... Adding insult to injury, 
You spit on his face. By the way, the guy who intervened, not not Dieter Heinrich, the guy who was driving the car, but the other guy, Van Kaufman or whatever, he's, get this, a, a, a hypnotherapist. Like, everyone involved in this story is nuts. All right. Uh, with all due respect, I was just trying to do some artwork, and the guy misunderstood, she said. I was walking in my boots, and I hurt my leg. Hurley interrupted Mena by saying, ma'am, I'm getting a visual that I don't think is appropriate right now. What the fuck does that mean? Hurley then, he got a boner or something? Hurley then offered some advice to the self-proclaimed street artist. I suggest not wearing boots and doing artwork in the middle of a roadway. I would start right there and everything will start looking up for you. So there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, checking in with you guys one last time this week. Jagoo, jagoo, jagoo. Jagoo, jagoo, This is Lifetime member here. Um, buddy of mine, he was getting ready for finals for college, um, was reading me some of his excerpts, and um, I have a small one here for you that I think you might enjoy. Mm, I'll be the um, judge so Without that. further ado, here I go. Two techniques are useful in helping a man with premature ejaculation gain control over his ejaculations one method is the stop-start technique. The stop-start technique can be carried out either through the masturbation or with a partner. In the first phase, the oh, man fun. is told to stop stimulating himself or to tell his partner to stop stimulating him just before he's about to ejaculate. He then relaxes and concentrates on the sensations in his body. No, 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 no. That's wrong. First of all, if the reason why you're telling your partner to, to stop touching you or whatever he's, they're doing to you is because you're, you're getting too close and you're going to blow your load, you don't want to stop and think about the sensations of your body and everything that you're doing. That's, that is, that's just going to push you over the edge and you're going to come and it's not going to be a fulfilling come. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those like, have you ever had that happen where like you had a bad orgasm? Like, I guess, like, no orgasm's bad, but there, there is kind of where it's just like, you know, you maybe like if you're jerking off or something and you, you're stopping yourself because you want to continue watching whatever movie or what, you know, whatever's going on. But then you've crossed that threshold where you are kind of coming. And so you got to then then you're like, oh, fuck. And then you just start jerking off again real quick to, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> my penis is broken, I think. But I've had that before where I, you know, where I was jerking off or something and I wanted to slow down and I I just ruined the moment or something. So my point here is you don't want that to happen. You, so you don't want to think about things that are exciting. You don't want to think about sexual things when you tell your partner to stop jerking you off or, you know, mounting you or whatever's going on. You want to stop and you want to think about something that's not hot at all. To help ensure that there's going to be like no issues whatsoever. Think about your mom's disgusting, hairy, dry bush or something. Until his levels of arousal decline. At that point, he or his partner can resume stimulation again, stopping before the point of ejaculation. Oh, that sounds a lot of fun. Ejaculatory like a lot of fun, If stimulation stops too late and the man ejaculates, he is encouraged not to feel angry or disappointed, but to enjoy the ejaculation. I wish I was a premature ejaculator. I could just get on with my day so much sooner. First of all, I don't care about the person I'm with anyway. You know what I mean? It's all about satisfying myself. So why should I care how long it takes? Hey, Tim and Samba. Well, I was listening to the February 16th of 2010 episode. Yeah. And it's really obvious that you are a raging homosexual. Oh, is it? If you're 
roommate Joe crazy. Alright, well, on castroller.com, this is to all the freaks out there, though. Not to you. Just close yours for a second. Wait a second, what? Well, go to castroller.com. Go to what website? I can't understand what this mush mouth is talking about. It's really obvious that you are a raging homosexual. If your roommate Joe crazy. Alright, well, on castroller.com. Castrooil.com? This is to all the freaks out there, though. Not to you. Just close yours for a second. Well, go to castroller.com, search in the store view, and you can get most of the um of the backlogs for free. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not any of the sideshow stuff, but I mean, Tim wants you to pay for that stuff, so bye. All right, there you go. So you can go to castrooil.com and get uh, past episodes of Distorted View daily. Besides, you know, if you go on iTunes, you can get past episodes of Distorted View. There's like 100 episodes you can get on the feed. Term. Sideshow over TJ from Chicago. Um, I just realized that one of the biggest joys of being a Sideshow member is for only six ninety nine a month or six. Oh, TJ! Can, you know, you can go back and listen to every show in the archives, and every time you do, every time you listen to a show that you've listened to before, you find something new to love. Some, some sort of you know nugget of goodness that you mm-hmm. might have missed before. Like, for instance, I just listened to a show from, uh, I believe, October of 2011. I wish I had the exact date, but I don't. Um, you were playing a clip. It was a porno clip of a woman being fucked. And halfway through the clip, you paused, you paused to make a comment, and I sincerely believe that this is probably the single greatest that you have ever said on your show. You said... Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ! I hate cell phones! We are like, I knew this was gonna happen. The moment where, this is the, everything was leading up to this moment, right? He was talking about why it's so great to be Sideshow members. You gotta go back and listen to all the episodes of the show. He gives an example, and he says, Tim, the funniest thing you've ever said was, asshole. You know, like, Seriously, come on! Probably the single Listen greatest that you have ever said on your show. You said, <laughs> "Oh, this is the worst." <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> the line is. Just <laughs> literally, the cell phone cut out the my entire quote and started picking back up with, <laughs> "Wasn't that funny?" <laughs> oh my god! Fuck it! All right, moving on. Hey, Tim. I mean, can you imagine? Like, think about this for a second. Uh, you know, back in the 90s and uh, 80s and 90s and stuff, on radio stations, you never had these problems because everyone had a landline. Nowadays, like, every every phone call you hear on Rush Limbaugh or Glenn Beck or whatever other radio program you listen to, those are the only two programs that I listen to. Uh, they're shitty phone calls. I just wanted to get in on this new joke that you have going in your voicemail. Uh, African-Americans, 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 African-Americans. That's a, that's I hope I did that right. Uh, I'll take close. any kind of feedback to... Why does anyone just yell, like, some other, like, mean words for black people? Coon! Coon, 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 coon! <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Exposure type television shows. You know what I mean? Like the name of the town is Truth or Consequence. And there's like all, all sorts of eccentric characters. Some guy carrying around Barbie dolls and the shit. Things was that uh, there was this high school girl that went on to be a uh, news anchor, and she would particularly do the weather. Um, her name was Summer Lyon, and for some reason, he was really obsessed with her. So he took on her personality, and he would literally, like, walk up to you in the middle of the street, this creepy 50-year-old guy with, like, squinted eyes, he's all gimped out, come up to you and be like, nice. hi, I'm Summer Lyons, <laughs> and today it's going to be 85 with a chance of showers in the afternoon. He would just go on and on and see the weather forecast. So wow. I could never tell if it was the weather forecast for that day or if it was just one specific forecast. It would be kind of useful if there was a crazy person roaming the, the streets, if he at least had some useful information, like the actual weather. But it was really weird. Cool. And he would never do it as Joe. Only yeah. Lion. I'm going to start roaming the streets as the goddess of light. I'm the goddess of light! <laughs> Whatever. We're going to go get killed here! Uh, that woman was insane woman at the top of the show. Do you guys remember that clip? Uh, apparently there was like a robbery at a convenience store and the cop had all the all the people that were in the convenience store go in the back room or whatever while they uh, dealt with the uh, the criminal and shit. And so the cop said, don't leave. And, and one of the people that were in the convenience store at the time was this woman who calls herself the goddess of light. Fucking insane. Hey, like a voice like a Muppet or something. Weird. All right, and finally today. Hey, Jim, so I still remember Medical Complex here. Uh, the only reason I'm calling <laughs> is I want to be the one to lay claim to that name because All that right. is a hell of a funny name. It's Thank yours. You. <laughs> Medically Complex. From that news story. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line 4806 666 4463. That's 206 666. Oh, God. Oh, God. The devil loves anal sex. Spread the distortion to all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. Very important. We need, uh, we need many more listeners. And the, the best way to do that is to. Uh, rate us and review us and that bumps us up in the iTunes charts we're usually in the, the top comedy uh, section in the featured section so thank you very much to whoever is over there at Apple who enjoys Distorted View really do appreciate that hey real quick I do have to mention Adam and Eve we didn't do a Sextastic Tuesday this week so I just gotta remind you about an amazing deal they've got uh, some New Year's savings clearance deals I don't know a lot of stuff on sale at Adam and Eve use coupon code FREAK or DV and get 50% off just about any item. So that's incredible savings. 
You're not going to find a dildo, vibrator, butt plug, or Benoit balls at a better price. That's a Tim Henson promise. Ting! Yes, coupon code FREAK. If you've already used FREAK, try coupon code DV. You'll also get three free adult DVDs that you get to choose, a mystery gift, and all of that's going to be sent to you free of charge, no shipping charges whatsoever. Go to adamandeve.com, use coupon code FREAK or DV. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody!